excited, 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 because it's not only another edition of Maverick Magazine, but we've got some home events going on this weekend. Yes, we do. We have a couple of home events going on on this snowy uh, Friday morning. We do. Paul Allen driving the bus for Maverick Magazine, our 113th year of doing uh, Maverick Magazine. That sounds about right to me. I know. Um, Nick Burns, Connor Wachtel, (laughs) Jordan O'Grady. In studio here to talk about Minnesota State Athletics here for the next half hour or so. And uh, we want to talk about some of the things that happened here recently with us. We want to talk about uh, what's happening this weekend and uh, hoping everybody's going to have a great holiday season. We, uh, after today, uh, officially begin uh, the holiday break. This is the last day day for finals. Finals and then graduations tomorrow. And Connor, who's been with us for, what is it, uh, I believe 12 years now, uh, (laughs) started started working for us as as an undergraduate uh, intern, as a freshman uh, six years ago, and uh, is in um, uh, following graduation. His second year as a GA with us, and uh, is graduating tomorrow. Are you are you going to be able to walk, Connor? Or uh, what's no, it's commencement's at twelve. We have hockey at three. Don't really. I mean, it'd be kind of cool and stuff, but I'm not too caught up. Did, on did the you walk thing. when you got your undergraduate? I actually did not, because that was the COVID spring, so uh, <sighs> semester was canceled. Oh for two. So oh for two. You know what that means? Two. Doctorate. <laughs> right, Doc, Doctor Walker. Doctor Walker. Not right now. That, that's a that's a pretty cool deal. There, getting your master's degree, and we're, and we're uh, not only happy for you, we're proud of the work you've done too, Connor. We're not done yet. I know we have another semester to go here, and you're going to be around for that. Um, Bernsey, did you walk both times? You got your undergraduate and master's degree from here. Did yep. you walk? Both I walked times? both times. Uh, my mom uh, insisted on it. I guess. Yeah, yeah it's both, a proud moment times. for the parents. Yep. Yeah, she was happy. Uh, you know, and um, it was. Uh, Definitely, I had the early nine a.m. Well, I mean, for for a college student, nine yeah. a.m. is early. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> well, it's for the most part. Quick question for yep. you: mm-hmm. Are the cap and gown different for graduate and undergraduate? Uh, I had this one extra accessory or something on like your that kind on of, your yeah. on my uh, gown. It was oh, something that went, flip it over, like right? A, yeah, yeah. Those cords. Or yeah, yes, yeah, okay, yeah. Cool. yeah. But that that was it. That was the only difference. Gotcha. So your mom was. What about what about Brian Wachtel and his his progeny, oh Connor Wachtel, he was got to be just bursting at the seams. You got your master's degree, yeah. yeah that's pretty cool. He, he's been geeking about it a little bit. We'll have to see if he's listening. He said he was going to tune in this week. Yeah. I told him I was doing this at the beginning of the week. Yeah. Finally, so well, good. He should be proud. You've done a great job for us, and and um, it's a challenging situation. I think with what we ask our GAs to do, <coughs> uh, work wise, and um, um, and. Uh, go to class and get everything done in order to be able to complete the master's degree um it's it's not easy so really cool that you get not only typically our gas take two years like bernsey was a two-year gig yep uh you got through in a year and a half how, how what was the key connor what was the key just internship in the first summer do your internship right away yeah and then you don't have to do that second semester of classes the second year oh so good tip yeah i like it so um uh, you got work cut out for you there, Jordan. I, I, uh, <laughs> good, good luck to you, buddy. But Jordan's in his first year as a GA, and and uh, did you walk it when you graduated from? Nah, I was in the same kind of deal with Connor. COVID. Oh, that's right. I keep ruined it. I guess I'm yeah. taking all these ceremonies for granted, aren't I, PA? Yeah. I know. It's like, it's like okay, fine. I'll I'll go walk. You know. you know, but like I asked about the cap and gown because yeah. I actually got my cap and gown for the undergrad one. Oh, so. Mm. 
I, I paid suppose. all the money for it, and I'm like, yeah. well, maybe I'll put it to use now and get a picture, but I didn't know if it was, like, the same color as the graduate one. I think, generally speaking, it is, but then, then again, I got, like, 10-year-old information on you for yeah, you, so, so that could be out of date by changing. now. Yeah. Gosh, um, it's been that long, PA. <laughs> I know. I know. Time flies when you're having fun. Uh-huh. Um, took it, as Barney Rubble would say, took it for granted. Yeah. Um, well, you <laughs> would say that. Yeah. You would. Um, I was thinking about. You guys don't even know who that is. I do. Too. Of course, Every, everybody knows the who. Flintstones. Yeah, the Flintstones. Okay. Of course. Yeah, come on. Um, <laughs> pop culture. I think both these guys are pretty up on pop culture, but maybe not as much as you. And yeah. you pride yourself on some I, of that I'm, stuff. I'm falling behind now too, like Grandpa Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about uh, the week that was and what went on last weekend. Uh, Minnesota State men's hockey now ranked number one in the country after uh, picking up a two game home sweep over Michigan Tech. Um, two on overtime win on Friday, Nathan Smith um, with the overtime game winner and then uh, had to hand it all three goals. Three one win over uh, the Huskies on Saturday, last Saturday, right downtown and at the uh, Mayo Clinic Health System Event Center and named uh, Offensive Player of the Week in the CCHA. So a good week for men's hockey and they're on the road this weekend for a couple of games at Bemidji State and that'll close out the, the pre-holiday schedule for uh, the Mavericks, uh, they come back after Christmas with um, non-conference home-at-home series with Minnesota Duluth. So good luck to uh, the Mavericks up in Bemidji this weekend. That'll be a good test for us, uh, the number one team in the league. That's us against the number two team in the league. That's Bemidji State. Um, women's hockey, Connor, what do you think about uh, the Mavericks this weekend? We've got a couple home games. Yes, yes, sir. Big, 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 big weekend for uh, Maverick Women's Hockey this weekend. Uh, they're coming off a two-game sweep of the St. Thomas Tommies. That was a home-and-home home series. And the Mavericks won 3-1 at home on Friday in that series and then shut out the Tommies 3-0 on uh, Saturday. This week we've got uh, St. Cloud State. Mavericks looking for redemption after we went there November 5th and 6th and um, dropped, dropped both there, and I think we were looking to take both. Um as a result, uh, the Mavericks are seven and nine now. Uh, we got off to a five and one start, and then dropped eight straight before taking two last week. Um, but uh, the Mavericks are four and four at home uh, this year, so uh, really looking forward to what we can do against the Huskies at home. A couple good wins over St. Thomas last weekend. We had a Player of the Week in the WCHA. Yes, yes, sir, we did. Jessica Condis uh, got her first uh, ever. WCHA Weekly Honor, and it was uh, WCHA Defenseman of the Week. WCHA Defenseman of the Week, her first. Yes. Um, uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's hope we get a couple of wins. That's uh, yeah. you know we went up to St. Cloud earlier this year and and didn't do as well as we wanted to against the Huskies. So it's a big weekend for us, as you've uh, already told yeah. us. So, yeah. Yeah. We can get back to five hundred. Yep. Um, MSU wrestling team last weekend, a nice outing. At the uh, UW uh, Parkside, Jim Cook, uh, Wisconsin Open. Uh, Daryl Mason, uh, a junior heavyweight from Chicago, uh, went four and zero. Had a buy in the or a, yeah, had a buy a, a buy in the first yeah. round, and then won his next four matches, including the championship and including a, a couple wins over Division One foes. A guy from Northern Illinois and a guy from Wisconsin <coughs> to win the championship and uh, wrestler of the week in NSIC. Yeah. Uh, Mavericks have uh, home, or are actually they're home uh, next weekend, I think. Next Sunday, the yeah, 19th. Next Sunday, yep. Against Augustana. I think they're at uh, Buena Vista uh, tomorrow for an open meet, but um, first dual action of the year comes next Sunday mm-hmm. against Augie, and that'll be a good one uh, with yep. uh, NSIC foe coming to town. Absolutely. Um, Mavericks rank 
uh, ranked 10th. Uh, we have three guys. Uh, Daryl Mason, who is in his first year wrestling with us, he, he redshirted last year after transferring from Ellsworth. I think he was a national runner-up, a uh, JUCO runner-up uh, a couple years ago, and, and so I wouldn't be surprised if he isn't ranked here fairly soon. But we've got three uh, wrestlers who are ranked, Trent, Trenton McManus, Kyle Rathman, and um, Trevor Turoff. So uh, uh, three All-Americans from a year ago mm-hmm. leading the, the pack for us, and we're excited about uh, having some home wrestling here next weekend. Um, basketball teams on the road uh, this weekend, uh, uh, playing at Augie and... Anyway, let's talk about the women first. Uh, Jordan and uh, Mavericks continued to roll, uh, still undefeated. Yeah, uh, playing great ball. Yep. Um, as we talked about last week, that high pressure, the high pressure defense really, really propels them, gives them their quick leads, and puts team, puts teams on their heels. So this will be a, I don't know, interesting matchup with Augie in particular. They were picked second in the South Division, but are you know, struggling so far, one and two in conference and a 500 record. And who knows? I mean, the number one scoring offense, we're still, I think, a plus 20 or pretty close plus 20 margin in turnover, turnovers and scoring. So, yeah, I don't see any reason why they're going to slow down. They, I think Taylor's getting healthy and should be back, which will help provide another down-low presence. Not that they've lacked with Michaela Nahazel there, but, yeah, I don't see any signs of them slowing down, and Augie will be a good test, and uh, I think that will be a good, um, how do you say, a, a metric or a meter to see where they're litmus really Litmus test. At. Yeah, litmus test. Yeah. There we go. And because they they played some of the lower end teams in the conference play, but Concordia St. Paul was ranked pretty high in the preseason polls. So, yeah, excited. As what's Will Farrell say in old school? <laughs> we're going streaking. We're going streaking. So, so what we, what's our record? We're seven and zero. Seven right and zero. Yep. Seven and zero. Three and zero in conference. Um, national polls. Uh, yeah. NSI, NSIC and national polls. Where are we now? On the yeah, we uh, uh, receive votes. Um, According to you guys and this Don Bros person that I have not got a background <laughs> story on, um, I'm going to throw the name out there as if I yeah. know him. We call uh, the Don Bros poll. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we're ranked 28th in the nation, so we yeah. receive votes. Um, how many votes was it again, Bernsey? I Sorry. forget how many votes. I'm still happy. It was asleep. like 50 something or something like that. <laughs> yeah, so we're yeah. right there, and we're on the precipice of yeah. it. So if we continue and play well and go to an O this weekend, we'll certainly be ranked. Um, I mean, and it's. It's nothing that it's out of our control, but playing the early preseason uh, schedule for us or non-conference schedule didn't do us really favors. But I think they, we know what kind of team we are, and we're definitely better, way better than the teams we played in non-conference. So that kind of hindered us in that regards to being ranked. But like I said, I think this will be the good, good test this weekend yep. playing some superior teams in the NSIC and in the South Division in particular. Background information on Don Bro. So our former yeah. <laughs> hockey coach, legendary hockey coach here, um, um, where that reference comes from was I, I heard Coach Bro speak several times at booster clubs and uh, it was a weekly, an opportunity to provide a weekly update, sort of like we're doing right now on how, sure. how his team was doing. And uh, he would talk about the national polls. And if we were in the receiving uh, uh, votes category, yeah. he would, and then, and, and 
there's only 60 teams in Division One men's hockey. Gotcha. So, you know, if, if uh, like, for example, you use College Hockey Online poll, list the top 20, mm-hmm. almost a third of the teams are ranked in the <laughs> top 20, right? So uh, we would receive votes, and we wouldn't be in the top 20, but if we received votes, it was fairly easy for him to extrapolate where, <laughs> if they actually took a little bit further, where we rank nationally according to that poll. So he would go, let's see, well, uh, according to this, we were 27th. <laughs> right, because we receive votes according to how many votes. So he would go over twenty seven. So that's where the Don Bros poll. It's our own. Coach Bros was the best. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was a really cool thing that, um, <laughs> and uh, the legend lives on, mm-hmm. like the Gitchigumi. Yeah. Um <laughs> Right, the big like they call Gitchigumi. So um, uh, uh, it'll be a good test for this weekend mm-hmm. in women's basketball, just as it will be on the men's side. Burnsy yeah. with uh, our men's basketball team stumble a bit last weekend at Winona yeah. State, but. Mm-hmm. Um, um, s- still having a heck of a year in oh, one yeah. of those deals where, of course, the challenge you have if if you're playing at a high level, which both our men's and women's basketball programs uh, are doing right now, how do you mm-hmm. sustain it? Yep. And it's a difficult thing to do it over the course. I mean, the seasons are long. Yes, they are. So it's not unexpected necessarily when you go on the road. Like, we're going on the road this weekend, Jordan, and you're talking about picking up a couple of wins in NSIC yeah. on the road. It's yeah. it's a challenge, mm-hmm. and no matter what the sport and no matter where you are. So yep. the men's basketball team has the same... Uh, challenge that the women's uh, has this weekend, mm-hmm. and a couple of good programs in Augustana and, and Wayne State on the schedule. Yeah, they do. Uh, last weekend or last week, the Mavericks uh, had that uh, thrilling overtime victory against Upper Iowa in uh, in Taylor Center, ninety eight ninety six. Uh, it was uh, an amazing game to watch. The crowd was really amped up for it, and and we had we had lost our previous four games against uh, the Peacocks, so the Peacocks were kind of on a roll against us. So it was nice to kind of. Uh, get a win back against them and everything like that. And then they were ranked 19th in the nation. We were ranked 17th at the time. So two top 20 teams in the nation going at it. So that made it a lot of fun. Quincy Anderson had a career night, fourth career double-double, 35 points, career high, 10 rebounds. Devontae Thedford tied his career high with 24 points. I believe he had like uh, five, five or six assists as well. Malik Willingham had a couple of big clutch shots down the stretch and also that awesome uh, no look at, uh, past uh, Brady Williams except that dunk that basically mm-hmm. more or less put the game out of reach in overtime, which was probably the loudest the crowd was that night, if I remember correctly. But, yeah, then they went to uh, Winona on Saturday, and, um, you know, you can never uh, – Winona, they were 6-2 and two, uh, heading into that week – or 6-1, uh, and one, I believe, uh, heading into that game, and they were um, – no, five and two. They were five and two heading into that game, and they. Um, it's um, it's never an easy game at Winona. It doesn't re- it doesn't matter what the situation is in the, uh, for the season. They always bring their A game against us, and um, we you know it was clo- it was close through most of the way. It was within ten points, but then finally in like the final six minutes, they were able to pull away, and they uh, they beat us and they handed us our first loss. You know we're obviously seven and one now. Quincy again another. Game high twenty points. He was he was the NSIC Player of the Week this past week. You know, averaging about twenty seven and eight, and shooting more than uh, about fifty percent from the field. So, and that was his uh, second uh, NSIC Player of the Week honor. But heading into this week, uh, the Mavericks uh, they still they were, they stayed in the poll. Uh, they're twenty fifth uh, by just by their fingernails basically. But uh, they'll be uh, taking on uh, like as you said, they're going on the road at Augustana this weekend and Wayne State. Augustana receiving votes as well. <laughs> yep. Yep. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Augustana's receiving votes. Uh, that game's uh, scheduled for five thirty tonight at, at uh, the Sanford Pentagon, and um, 
So Augie eight and one on the year. Their lone loss was to uh, Wayne State on the road this year. So and Wayne State, I believe, is a five and four and uh, two and three in con- or two and one in conference play right now too. So um, you know, like as Jordan said, there this is not going to be an easy road trip for the women, and it definitely will not be an easy one for the men. But you know, if they go out there and they get a winner, get a couple wins, that's going to put us on a good uh, trajectory for probably the rest of the at least the rest of the. Uh, conference season, hopefully. One of the things I'll, I'll mention regarding the rivalry with Winona State in men's basketball mm-hmm. over the years, <laughs> and there's been times when they've been good. They won a, uh, a couple of national championships under Mike Leaf, who's no longer the head coach there, but when Mike Leaf was there, um, uh, they had a really good run. I think they won two national championships yep. in a five-year span, and um, pro- probably should have won another one. They had that uh, one game where... I think they they lost. They won their first national championship. The second year they lost in the national lost title national game, and then game. they came back the third year and they yeah. won the national. Yeah, championship. it was weird how they, if you recall, how they lost up uh, the second national championship. Uh, they were up, they were up by a lot, and then they were down. If you recall, there was a couple turnovers and just yeah. an unbelievable sequence of events. Anyways, going over there is when Luke Anderson was playing for us, and uh, we were really the top two teams, not only in the league but in the region. And there was a regional championship game mm-hmm. over in Winona. And, uh, you know, their setup's a little bit different than ours. The building's a lot smaller, a little cozier. And uh, if you get a couple thousand people in that building uh, and they're all Winona State fans, it can be uh, intimidating and a really cool small college uh, atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was nuts. It was yep. absolutely nuts. And at one point during a timeout, and I this wouldn't, I shouldn't say it would never happen here, but this happened at Winona State, and they let it happen, where there was a kid uh, during the season uh, – dressed in cowboy gear. Uh, they would play Cotton Eye Joe. The crowd would go crazy. He'd be dancing, doing Cotton Eye Joe. Jump up on press row oh. and would be caught doing Cotton Eye Joe on press row in front of Casey Lloyd <laughs> and the rest of the guys. And, <laughs> and no one's doing nothing. We'll have to talk to Scott Nelson about that, yeah. about uh, uh, game experience and uh, our event management and <laughs> having somebody uh, dancing on. Maybe we should get Stomper dressed up as a cowboy and have him yeah. do that when Winona stay this year. Yeah. That'd be kind of fun. The crowd would go nuts, wouldn't they? I think they would enjoy <laughs> it. Yeah. I think they would too. I, I would. Yeah. But I, 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 here's me, you know, looking there. And I was on press road. I'm looking at him and, and he's like dancing right in front of me. And I'm looking around and oh, nobody, no one's telling nobody, him not no to do it. To no one's trying to stop No telling him not to do it. No. Apparently it was, it was part of their marketing plan. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the crowd was going nuts. Yep. And they end up winning, mm-hmm. you know, so uh, maybe they go hand in hand a little bit. <laughs> hey, speaking of winning, our track teams, uh, Bernsey, had a... Nice meet in Myers Fieldhouse last weekend. We had a couple kids win uh, awards. Yeah, in uh, NSIC on the on the men's and and women's side uh, with track and track and field, right? With uh, yeah, the ma- the men and women both uh, po- posted the most points at uh, the Chuck Peterson Open uh, this past weekend. Uh, Cornelius Claw was named the NSIC uh, uh, track athlete of the week. And uh, for the men, and J.C. Simmons uh, was named the NSIC Track Athlete of the Week for uh, the women. And I believe they both they both uh, recorded provisional qualifying times. Uh, uh, J.C. she recorded uh, two provos, one in the 60 meter. She finished second in that event at the Chuck Pierce Open with a time of 7.59, and she also won the 200 meter uh, dash with a time of 24.82. And let me see here, Cornelius. Let me pull up the. Let me pull up the story here real quick. Let's see here. Cornelius, Cornelius Claw. Um, he pr- posted a pr- 
provisional qualifying time of 8.06 in the 60-meter hurdles, I believe. Yep, the 60-meter yep. hurdles. They're best in uh, Division Two. So it's uh, – <laughs> off, off to a good start. Uh, uh, yep. Absolutely, yep. you know. But, um, but yeah, it's uh, – it's that first uh, home track meet of uh, the year. Is we all, we always get one in in December, right before we head into yep. uh, winter break, I believe. Yeah, no, so. honor, honor, yeah, pretty proud of uh, Chuck Peterson. And uh, interesting thing about Chuck. So Chuck was our longtime track and field coach. Uh, followed Bud Myers, legendary Bud Myers. We haven't had that many. We've had uh, track and field here since nineteen uh, forties, and um, we haven't had that many track and field coaches. It's basically, been Bud Myers, uh, Chuck Peterson. Bart Gray, Lee Lee, uh, Jim Dilling. Mm-hmm. Mark Shook. Uh, and there's someone between him, uh, Jim Dilling and uh, Lee Lee, I think. Mark Shook. Mark yeah. Shook. Mark Shook, yeah. yeah. So there haven't been that many. Yeah, and then and, Coach Durgeon. Mike Durgeon does a great job, yeah. And uh, so that was a really nice way to honor uh, Chuck, who's... Uh, son Kevin was who was in our Hall of Fame was All American pole vaulter for us and whose grandson uh, AJ was a pole vaulter for us and also a former intern in our office so um, really nice to see them and uh, Chuck Peterson's one of my all time favorite former coaches and and just a great guy um, I remember we were um, uh, back in the eighties when I started here we used to do these themes on the front of the uh, media guides and I was talking to Chuck about when he was coaching Chuck Chuck had a great hit we finished second in the country in indoor track and field one year under Chuck and we were usually a powerhouse a lot of national individual champions but I was talking to Chuck about about maybe an idea for a theme and he goes and this was 1988 mm-hmm. <clears throat> when we finished second in the country and he goes I got it I go what is it he goes this is the year pretty simple but that's yeah. exactly what it was we, yeah. we won the north central conference in the indoor and outdoor track that year and finished second in the country so he was spot on as you like to say mm-hmm. um uh <laughs> let's talk a little soccer connor let's talk about uh jenny vetter i think well, we ended up doing like four announcements on jenny <laughs> maybe even more on jenny last week because the yeah. accolades are rolling in for the senior from mankato yeah, so on, I think it was Tuesday, we found out she was named to the USC All-Central Region Team. Wednesday, she was named to an All-American uh, third-team member for United Soccer Coaches just the following day. And then um, Thursday was two. We had, um, she was Division Two uh, Conference Commissioners Association yep. second team. And then also yesterday, uh, Cosida first team. Academic, American. academic All-American. Yeah. 4.0 so. student yep. in biology. Yep. Uh, one of the top scorers in the country. Mm-hmm. Led the country in game-winning goals this year, right? Yep. I think. Yep. Um, a senior, but Ed, she's coming back, right? Yeah. She's coming yeah. back. So I, 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 funny. It was funny because when I did her senior day stuff this year, it, everything showed signs that we were looking. She wanted to go to nursing school and stuff. And then I saw two days ago, um, Scotty Nelson congratulated her on it. And it's like, oh, looking forward to you being back next year. And she just said, thanks, Scotty. Yeah. Whatever. So I, I would say she's back next year. Yeah, we've so. known about it for uh, a week or two that she was coming back. Okay. And I think relative to the team, it looks like we got a lot of people coming back. So not... So a different era that we're in with uh, everyone having that COVID year from a year ago and uh, nice to take advantage. Of course, she never redshirted, so, um, you know, um, an opportunity for her to uh, come back and go to grad school. So that's, uh, we're excited about uh, Jenny coming back and, and of course, uh, a great representative of our, of our school, our institution, and 
um, excited for her to uh, be back next year and, and uh, continue on with our success with our women's soccer program and one of the top women's soccer programs in the country. Yeah, one thing that's also of note that I also uh, forgot to mention, sorry about this, yeah. but um, uh, she's the uh, only women's student athlete uh, at Minnesota State to um, be a to be a, a three-time yep. three three co-side academic All-American. And uh, she's the second in school history uh, next to Mark Krug, or Jason Krug. Jason uh, Krug. Jason Krug, a, def- Krug. a defenseman from Terrace, BC. Yep. Um, one of the things about uh, people don't know about the whole academic uh, academic All-America program is how difficult it is. We only have, well, we don't have I think I'm, the most we've had in one year, and it, it spans all of our sports, is like seven or eight, which, yeah. which was unbelievable. Last year, I think, of course, the uh, truncated season, uh, we might have had, I think we had a couple last year when that was yep. winter or spring sports. Yep, Jenny was one of them last and year. Jenny was one of them. And so she's the tri- three-time, and, and with the COVID year, she'll have an opportunity to be a, our first four-time, mm-hmm. uh, cross your fingers, academic All-American. is difficult, but the, the thing about it is, if you look at the uh, kids, and there's only, uh, on the soccer side, uh, there's a first team, second team. I don't think, at least first and second team, I think, is all they do. And... Um, uh, is there, how many kids on the first team do they have? It looked like probably close to 10, 10, 10? maybe 15 in the, in the country, Yeah, in the country and their GPAs, Connor, if you yeah. look at that first team, yeah. they're, they're, they're all, all two, three, nine, fives yeah. or yeah. fours. Yeah. And if you look at their, um, what they've done, their accolades that they've done as players is like, they're all Americans as players, yeah. which Jenny, Jenny, uh, you know, ticks off both boxes, uh, uh, obviously. So it's more difficult to become an academic All-American. It sounds funny. It's difficult to become an All-American in your sport. Yeah. Um, but to become an academic All-American, it's even more difficult. And uh, to do it three times like she has with a chance to do it for an f- unprecedented fourth time, uh, just just incredible. She'll go down as one of our all-time top. She is right now, one of our all, yeah. without, without coming back for another year, one of our yeah. all-time top uh, women's soccer players. Certainly. Yeah. Um, and from and uh, a Mankato East product to boot. None like none like you. Doesn't get any better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you guys have had similar careers. That's the great thing about it. Oh yeah. <laughs> you a, you had a prolific women's yeah. soccer career in high school, Connor. Yeah. That's <laughs> <was> elite. Uh, <laughs> elite. <laughs> Connor was uh, a goaltender on the hockey team over at so I've heard. Yeah. One of my favorite, and Connor hates when I bring this up. Yeah. We're watching Connor play, and Connor played with uh, my youngest son, Jack. A uh, guy comes down and fires a shot, and Connor goes down in his butterfly. And it was shot, uh, shot up around her shoulders, and Connor ducks. <laughs> Are you Goldberg from the Mighty Ducks? Yeah, he ducked. Well, he, he, du- he, du- he, he ducked. Well, if, you, if you never noticed that, Connor's not exactly six <laughs> four. So, the puck might ended up in the net, but it was it was one of those deals uh, where uh, Connor. I've seen. I remember texting Connor, and Connor, uh, to his credit, hung in there f- uh, through the entire time, and uh, frankly, didn't get a lot of starts. Um, but I, I saw you play, and I remember texting your dad uh, a couple times about uh, Connor's actually playing pretty well. You had a couple good games. Thanks, Pia. Yeah, no worries. Um, <laughs> Vikings win. La- Vikings win last okay, night. Wait, so hold on. Are we just gonna brush over that? Yeah. The no worries. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Yeah, well, I gave him a compliment. He said thanks. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought I. You're welcome, Connor. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. yeah, you're welcome. So um, <laughs> you got me so trained. And I know. I know. In that I, I brought this up in that class. I, I brought the semester. The uh, here's another thing that people do when you when you um, <clears throat> like if I say to you right now, hey, thanks for being on the show this morning, Jordan. You might say what in return? No problem. Yep. Yeah. That's one. Yeah. Let's, let's run through the five typical ones. Okay. I'll give you five right now. No problems. One. No worries. No worries. 
Think nothing of it. Think nothing of oh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was easy. You betcha. <laughs> yup. Yup. Or here's another thing people say. I'll go six to six one. It'll, it'll say, thanks for having me. Thanks. They'll say thanks back, right? <laughs> thanks. I Not you're welcome. The last thing people say nowadays is you're welcome. I thought you betcha would be acceptable That's given the territory of the country <laughs> we're in. Yeah, That's a good point. <laughs> I, I did. I, I'm the guy that told uh, when we were trying to figure out because the University of Minnesota on their on their with their men's hockey program, they were the ones that I first heard when the mm-hmm. when you say last uh, minute of play in the period and the, and the crowd goes thank you and that guy says you're welcome. So we started doing it here. And I was trying to think of something other than you're welcome. We got to make some our own. And at one point, TJ said you betcha. Which is Minnesotan. Right. Yeah. So I said, that's it. So TJ says, you betcha. I don't know if you notice that or not, oh, yeah, or yeah, hockey yeah. games, but it's yeah. kind of a Minnesotan thing. I like what we were talking the other day, though, and we are like, we'll just have TJ do no problem. Yeah, no problem. Day. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> that, would try, that, would try, that would try me. Do you guys talk about that? Yeah, well, you we were guys, in there eating you, cake you the other guy, day. <laughs> guys, son of a guy. It is so in my head. head. Yeah. I know, it's true, though, but you pick it up, right? Yeah. You notice that. I, I brought it up in my class before. Uh, about you know me, right? Yeah. I'll bring it up in certain <laughs> situations. I taught a class this past semester, and I brought it up there too. So I've had a couple of kids tell me the same thing. They said they can't get out of their minds yeah. now. Like they go to a restaurant, yeah. and you'd always notice what the uh, person serving you says, and it's uh, it's kind of cool when they say you're welcome. Some of them do. <laughs> Some of them don't. Most of them don't nowadays. Anyways, uh, we are appreciative mm-hmm. of the time that uh, they've given us here on uh, KMSU to talk <laughs> a little bit about Maverick Athletics. And uh, everybody be careful out there. The roads are going to be a little treacherous here today because of the winter storm warning. And we were walking over here and it's starting to snow already. So have a good weekend, everybody. Another weekend of Maverick Sports uh, is upon us. So uh, msumavericks.com, uh, at Min State Athletics. That's M-I-N-N-S-T Athletics, if you follow us on Twitter. It's great to be Maverick, everybody. Have a good week.